Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Anchor Moms. I'm Ingrid. You really know how to turn it on. Oh, <laughs> I just am letting you know, you like turn it on right there. Thank yep. you. I'm Katie. Wow. I mean, I think Ingrid's always kind of on, right? Yeah. I don't, is that a compliment? I feel like that's not a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, not really it sure is. I think that. you're always like ready to go. You're oh, okay. in it. No, that's you. Oh, okay. that is kind of you. Yeah, I'm Karen. You're the cheerleader. She's always on. Karen's the <laughs> cheerleader, although you've never been a cheerleader. Although I've I, never been a cheerleader. And she's very offended. I really see you as a cheerleader, though. What? I was an athlete. Oh. Oh, Now we have just offended every single cheerleader out there. In America, hates you now. I love cheerleaders. Can I just say that? Okay. I'm going to put that on record. Wait, okay. I need to backtrack. Okay. Cheerleaders are athletes, too. Mm-hmm. But I was not a cheerleader. I played different sports. All right, way to cover that, Karen. Got it. All right. Um, hey, it's birthday season. <laughs> it's an all-year birthday season. I mean, it's for your... It? No. Oh, okay. for, for our girls, Karen. Oh, yes. Karen sometimes forgets the third child's birthday. Well, so, no, yeah, I just that think took that, her aback. I just think that all, like our my children have birthdays all throughout the year. So it That's just not funny. actually true because your kids have birthdays like really close and, to well, each other. True, but in I'm May and June like, and November. You know, yeah. it's How anniversary Kate, Katie knows if you want to know when your kid has a birthday, ask your friend Katie. I just want you to know I'm really good at that. Dates, that kind of stuff. You so. know, yeah, you are. Well, and one of my kids' birthdays is right near your birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, also near River's birthday. Lots yes. of birthdays happening all year long. Okay. So. Anyway, regardless, no, apparently it's birthday season. Uh, Liesl is turning. My daughter Liesl is turning one. <laughs> my sweet, sweet angel is turning one <laughs> on Friday. The joy of my life, Liesl Magnolia, <laughs> is turning one. She is very sweet. She's she is so sweet. Well, and she's very cute. She's a girl, so I think naturally she's sweeter. Very cute. Um, yeah, so we're gonna and have so a party you, yeah. mm-hmm. on um, on Saturday <laughs> that um, I am going to uninvite Katie and Karen to because well, they so are the like. Anti- well, I already got you a gift. Both of us already got you a gift. Yeah. No, so. no, 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 no. Katie got me a gift, and Karen backpacked on, or what is it called? Piggybacked on Piggybacked? top. <laughs> I backpacked over to the gift. You piggybacked on the yeah. backpack. You thought well, you thought, I which mean, is very. You know, sweet. I like gifts. That's like my love already, language. Okay, yeah. but but back to the main issue at hand. So Ingrid throws really great birthday parties for her kids, and Katie and I are kind of mm. in the anti-birthday party boat. I so, wish I didn't know it was a boat until I met the really two of you. It's a really fun boat. To like, except on your kid's birthday. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you think it is a fun boat, or you think it's not a fun boat? I think it is a fun boat because here's oh. the thing, and here's oh, my okay. here's my defense of why I don't throw my kids' birthday parties. Oh. Especially at young ages. A, they're not going to remember. Mm-hmm. B, people spend way too much money and time and effort worrying about this perfect birthday party for a child who's never going to remember it. And also you're cheap. 
Also, I'm cheap, mm-hmm. yes. Right. But most importantly is we take our kids on a trip every year in lieu of a birthday party, which, granted, since I'm cheap, it's usually camping, which is free. But regardless, <laughs> um, I just think that we, I don't know, the uh, birthday parties kind of just make me just nervous. Like, I'm getting sweaty thinking about it. I feel it like what nervous, you're worried like, about is the pressure of it. Of yes. It. Of, yes. Like it, of, like, the perfection yes. of, like, right. of, like, what looks, just, what just, you see on, like, Pinterest and right. Instagram and all these, it's like, things. It's just become such a deal. And I'm just, like, Ugh. So a lot of people, like, thrive, like, love throwing mm-hmm. parties and events, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like, Katie, like, you're kind of like that. Like, I feel like you would be, you're like, into th- that. Party thrower, so yeah. listen, that's why I can't do. Because you're in, like, Because I just would be, it would be crazy. Like, I would be, like, landscaping my yard. I would be cleaning from, like, top to bottom. I would be ordering flower arrangements. Like, it's just so much much. pressure. Because you've done, like, baby showers and things like that. And they've done a sip and see for one Karen Zaklak last year. And I loved it. But I'm just so type A. I can't go halfway. Like, it has to be the whole shebang. And it's just a lot. So what were your birthday parties like growing up? Did you do a big thing or not a big thing? So it's funny because we're planning, you know, this party in a couple days. And my mom was like, oh, when you guys were kids, like, I went all out. She's like... I, you know, we wear best clothes, and I made food, and I made homemade cakes, and we'd have games. And you don't she's, remember And any she's of it. like, you know, in her sixties, and she's just like has such fond memories mm-hmm. of all this. And I do remember our birthday parties. Yeah, we'd like go to like skating rinks sometimes, and or go in the backyard and just have a backyard pool party. And I thought they were fun, but we, I guess what you you guys are saying is these kids aren't even gonna remember it because they're too young right now. Right. Our right. kids specifically, right. especially first birthdays. Clearly, mm-hmm. the one year old's not gonna remember it. No. But to me, it's like I. This first year, I'm like mourning the fact that she's I like know. a one year old mm-hmm. baby, no, that and it actually so is like well. really. I'm just like making me like sad, but also like I have this excitement and joy, like celebrating the fact that she's one. Like it's it's very hard to be pregnant. It's very hard that first year, and it's kind of like a celebration for everyone. Like you made it. Like you we did made it. it. It's yeah. great. Like she's here in this world. You know what I mean? We're having this party for her. I mean, it's kind of like having a baby shower. Like, the baby's not there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not, you know, you're just showing them your love for this child. I don't know. I'm just, like, I love to have my whole family together, and, and you know, we can just ooh and ah over the baby. And also, and it's back better at the year and than a baby shower because you can drink. You can drink. Mm-hmm, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. No, I see that, yeah. And I think, I think I'll have birthday parties once they're older. In fact, I think this was the last year that I kind of got away with not doing it with Ellery and Henry because they're three and four, and they're starting to be like, wait. Why do we go to other kids' birthday parties? I'm like, we've never had a birthday right, party yeah. before. Well, I'll do one party for each kid, and then the other ones are, like, at breweries, and, like, they can just ride their bikes. So I'll just... Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we're excited about the party. Um, I think it'll be really fun. And talk about the fun thing that you're doing for Liesl Magnolia. Oh, yeah. Oh, the thing you guys were making fun of me for mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah, Which that, is, like, a total one. normal thing to do. Apparently, you guys have never heard of it, is you plant a tree for your child in their first year, and then they grow with the tree. And it's, like, they learn how to, like, nurture it and, like, take care of it and water it. And it's, like, their tree. And because her middle name is Magnolia, I planted a magnolia tree in my Is backyard. this a southern thing? I don't know. So I've it's never southern heard of magnolia this. tree. Okay. And I actually mm-hmm. asked some other people, mm-hmm. and they had not heard of it either. That's because oh. no one here has kids. No. Like in the newsroom, you ask yeah. people? Or, no, 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 or? no, no. Like my friends who have kids. I was oh. like, have you ever heard of planting a so tree? So does Hartman have a tree? Well, he doesn't no. have a lot of things oh, no. that we still have. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hartman. So Hartman doesn't get a tree. Well, his name just didn't work. His middle name's Finn. <laughs> what am I going to plant? I see. For Finn? Finn? A Finn tree? A fern, maybe? Oh, you okay. do have, isn't there some sort of poem, too, on the, like, 
plant a tree, watch it grow, blah, blah, blah. Didn't you write that on, like, the a Facebook quote. invite? I wouldn't say it's a poem. I, sure, oh. you can call me a poet. Yes, okay. you can. Uh, did it's you write that or did plant you Plant a tree it? and watch them grow. It's details. <laughs> details. Anyway, um, some differing opinions on how far you should go with birthday parties. But it's, we, just, it's just frustrating to know that the two of you will be at my daughter's birthday party, like, judging me, I feel like. Because you're supposed no. to be supportive of your friends and their decisions, and I feel like you guys are not. Wow. Okay, well, here's the thing. Things I just got real, uh, yeah. real in here. So here's the thing. I totally support you. I just don't want to do it. Like, I'm more than happy to bring my kids to your amazing birthday party. Like, they're going to have a blast, and I'm going to have a blast, and I already heard there's a keg there. I was just going to say, I'm and all in on the keg. Like, I yep. know my kids love your kids and are going to have a fun time playing, so I fully support you. I'm just saying I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's not the conversations we had earlier. Well, but. we'll let you know how, how this first birthday party goes. Karen's yeah. looking at me like, can you believe she's being so <laughs> I'm like, serious I'm, about this? I'm looking birthday. to Katie Look. for some, like, for some like, support here. <laughs> Car- like, Katie's aren't you like, on my team here? Katie, come Katie's on. Like, step up. Let's uh, go. I mean, Katie's, <laughs> Katie's what's called owning it. Yeah. I'm. I, listen, you know, I, I told you that before Brian and I got married, even before we talked about having kids, he was like, I will only marry you. I, we can only take this further if you agree not to have. A um, we're not doing a first birthday party for any child. I that love we that may that or may was like have. a random like while you're dating oh, conversation. Yeah, That's so odd. we didn't talk about anything <clears throat> else but but that. You know, just saying, support your friends and their decisions. No, and choices, I, even if they're different than I, you. This is it's a birthday party. Right? Yeah, just saying. And you guys, we fully you guys so, definitely we, hating look, on me. If we didn't support earlier. you, we would not be coming, and we would not be bringing an amazing gift that Katie picked out. And and I helped. You're gonna like it. Backpack. And you don't even know what it is. I know exactly, she knows exactly what it is. What it is. I showed okay. her yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and it's amazing. Okay. And I would not have backed it had I not thought it was <laughs> so cute. Return that. Actually, she would have totally backed it because she just didn't want to have to buy it. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why you're saying that. That's yeah, really yeah, the yeah, reason. Yeah. Is just I don't have any time to right. like buy. Okay. From the news desk. All right, transitioning now to our first news story of the day. Uh, a group says that obese kids should get surgery. Uh, even some severely obese preteens should be considered for weight loss surgery, according to new recommendations. And these recommendations, by the way, are from the American Academy of Pediatrics. So this is actual medical evidence, uh, including several studies showing that surgery in teens can result in marked weight loss lasting several years with few complications and in many cases related health problems included diabetes high blood pressure and they just vanished from surgery which is pretty amazing that's wonderful i think that's great um but i think there's the counter argument um that children haven't even gone through puberty yet okay they're not mature enough to understand this life-changing surgery uh and and, a lot can change by the time you're 12 to the time you're 16 or 20 so I think a lot of people are saying this is a little premature to be doing some sort of weight loss surgery for these kids. What do you guys think? I'm against it. I don't think we should do it. I just think they're too young. Really? I just I, I can't get on board with so it. So I would I don't think that it should be that should not be your first stop if you have an <laughs> obese child. Um, but I think that it makes sense if you do have an obese child. I think. Um, especially when you consider all of the complications they're already having, diabetes, mm-hmm. high mm-hmm. blood pressure, that's stuff that can impact you, you know, as a teenager, but then, you know, long term as well. And the other thing is, is these are these are children that have um, a BMI that like they're categorized really as obese. Really this isn't high, just yeah. like a chubby kid who right, right, right. is, you know, not made it through but puberty yet. You right. know, I always fall back on like, 
just past generations. I mean, no one used to do this this young. I just feel like because kids weren't obese like I this know, years but ago. I just think oh, it just makes me real like surgery is a big deal. Well, you I could, just I mean you could die in surgery. Exactly. Like I just think it's a lot of risk, and also not to mention the whole like body image discussion for a young yeah. a young especially a young girl like I don't know I don't know it makes me really nervous so they kind of give this case study from this one girl um, who's was 5'8 273 pounds her BMI was 42 and she had high blood pressure pressure prediabetes she got this guy gastric bypass surgery when she was 16 um, and then in like a year, she shed 100 pounds. All those health problems disappeared. She slimmed down enough to become active in sports. She wore a uh, prom dress. She gained a better self-image. And now she's 21, and she um, is quick to answer whether she has any regrets. She says, never. Teens should be able to discuss every option with their doctors, and surgery should be one of those options. So she, you're, you know, now she's an adult, and she's looking back, and she's saying, I still think this was a good decision. <clears throat> and I think it's worth noting. So I just wanted to read this quickly here first. Nearly 5 million, mm-hmm. 5 million U.S. children and teens are severely obese and near doubling over 20 years ago. So there really hasn't been – there hasn't been, like – a precedent for this before right, right. before all of this. Um, but also, I think one of the things, one of the reasons the American Academy of Pediatrics is coming out with this recommendation is because um, insurance companies have not been, will not pay for these surgeries in, in teens. And so they're saying, go ahead, insurance companies, if, you know, the teen has been vetted for this, like, you should go mm-hmm. ahead and cover it. Because mm-hmm. it costs $20,000 out of pocket, which is, right. who can afford, I mean, mm-hmm. there are very few people, I feel like, who could afford right, that. Sure. Um, so I and I you know the other thing is is I trust the American Academy of Pediatrics. I feel yeah. like they've probably uh, vetted yeah. the research and they've reviewed medical evidence. And if they're saying that this is okay for a certain um, demographic of kids, then then I'm okay with it. Well, I think part of this probably is they're doing education for the kids before they get the surgery. Sure. I think that's part of it is like that you have to learn healthy eating practices before you go through these surgeries. Um, but why don't we just start there? Why don't we just start with the education right. of these kids instead of just well, putting them under the knife? Well, and I'm also guessing that there's some psychological tests that you have to undergo before they can do the mm-hmm. surgery. I think that's a fairly yeah. common commonplace in right. things like this. Like there's already counseling set up before you can go ahead and have the yes, surgery. That's what I was yeah. yeah. So. Mom's the word. I have something that I think every everyone should have. Oh well, every mother. Um, and I don't know if you guys use this, but and there's different options. But the one that we love is called Cozy, and it's an mm-hmm. app on your phone. Yeah. Do you You've guys know about these? You have mentioned this to me. Before. I mean, it is like my lifesaver. So how it works is you can use it as a calendar, you can use it as a for grocery lists, for really anything. But the cool thing is that my husband has it on his phone as well, and you can put things in, you know, from either phone, and it goes to the same account. So, right. like, you can both add things to the grocery list, you can both add things to the calendar. I do not ha- know how I could literally get through my life right now without this app. Yeah, we actually use that same app. Do you? We did. We we actually weren't very good at keeping up with it. But when I had multiple babysitters, mm-hmm. like all of my parents, it was great because they could switch days, and I wouldn't ha- I didn't have to get text from everyone. They would just switch right. it in my phone. And they were like, part of it. They were on the app Right, as well. so everyone has an app in. on their phone. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to download it for them because they never downloaded apps before. Help mm-hmm. them get into it, log in. But exactly, yeah, it was great. 
And it was funny. So my husband actually uses it. He has a work cozy account that he uses for work for scheduling. Oh, really? He's in the medical field. And okay. yeah, yeah, for like patients and stuff. So I think, I don't know, but I thought that was interesting. But in any case, if you are stressed and have a lot going on in your life with your kids running around trying to keep track of everything, download Is the it free? cozy app. It's free. Or you now can, you, you can, can pay. You can pay an upgrade, but I don't do that. Um, of course she doesn't. Course, I would do it. It's cheap not. too. It's it's not that much money. But yeah. it, there was something that was really helpful. That was the upgrade. I can't remember. What yeah, it was. there is something that you can like unlock if you pay for it. But yeah, honestly, how many times have you gone to the grocery store and then you have to look back at your text of like what what did my husband say we needed? Like, right. It's just why you easier to have it groceries. all and. Well, yeah, that's that's another mum's the word for another day. Order your groceries. We order ours too. Yeah, yeah it's great. Lifesaver. Testing, testing. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. In other news, this next news article is from the New York Times. Um, the title is "Is It Bad to Take So Many Pictures of My Kids?" Um, this is uh, the New York Times encouraged parents to write in. Um, ask NYT Parenting, and this is one of the questions that kept coming up, um, and parents wondering about the ramifications of continually documenting our children um, through pictures, and presumably, I mean, I would say on cell phones, right? That's mm-hmm. how people are mm-hmm. documenting over, if, if they are over-documenting. On social media. Yeah. Yes, yeah. right, right. <clears throat> Taking those pictures on their cell phone and then posting them to social media. Um, so... Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, The folks that weighed in said that taking thousands of pictures and videos of your children isn't necessarily concerning. What matters is how parents go about recording or photographing their children and the context in which those images are shared. And then they give some guidelines um, talking about these are the three three ways um, that when you're taking these pictures, how you should talk to your kids about it. Um, So the first one is don't obsess. Um, So... They're saying encourage your children to think about how and why we take pictures, um, which is hard to do. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? So I I love this article. Um, I think it's hard because, and maybe Ingrid can speak to this too, our kids, you know, they know to say cheeseburger when I want to take their picture, <laughs> but they, like, don't, they don't know what social media is. Obviously, they're too little. So this was interesting to me because it's looking at it more from an older kid's standpoint, and then I kind of, like, dawned on me that – oh my gosh, like in a couple of years, Ella Ray is going to recognize that these pictures are out there. And it talks about, you know, think about what you're posting and what you're saying in these posts that your children someday are going to be able to see this. Everything. Everything. So So that was like a really hit home to me of like, yeah, right now she has no idea, but, you know, someday she'll be able to see all this. But I mean, you're talking about that you think it's older kids, but In this article, it says a 2018 study published in Developmental Psychology found that Mm. children start to care about other people's opinions as early as 14 months old. Isn't that crazy? I have that same thing. So so they're talking about basically you take these pictures and if you're like, oh, River, I don't like the way you smiled in that picture. Mm. Or like, I need your hair to look better. Or like, I'm not – I don't like that shirt that you're wearing. we got to change that shirt. That she – is paying attention to it and understanding. Maybe you don't want to send the wrong message that, for example, what you're wearing or how you're smiling, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's more like we're at the zoo and let's remember this, stand next to the giraffe so we can look at this later type thing. Right, right. right. Let's and that's the, what it talks about, like yeah. making memories and like these photos are to preserve right. these wonderful memories. They're not it's, like more important than the memories. It's more about the experience and less mm-hmm. about what your smile looked like mm-hmm. for the picture. You mm-hmm. don't want to make the picture more important than the actual experience. And one thing, and you just referenced this, um, that's something 
I, I hadn't thought about either, is they have to deal with the added complexity of a history of uh, photos online that might not bear any relation to how they wish to be seen mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. like, in the future. Right. So, for example, I mean, maybe this is my fault, too. Like, I, like, have my daughter in girly, girly things. Like, what if mm-hmm. she turns out she just is, has no... Um, connection to girly things whatsoever and just wants to wear like boy clothes or something like that or Mm -hmm. just you know kind of tomboy or whatever and she looks back and she's gonna like look at these pictures and like be mad and like never ever want to see them again and never show her kids her when she was little because it like just gives her a a, a source of like uncomfort or something but like that I don't identify with the person in those right exactly yeah like maybe that would be I don't think we can stress too much about it though right I mean well I think so we I think, should. I don't know. Yeah. More. So what I was saying is that I think this article says you need to take three things in mind. So you okay. don't obsess about the pictures. You foster a healthy self-image. Um, so you continually can t- communicate to others what is likable, valuable, and praiseworthy. And your children's even at a young age, use those values we place on objects to guide their behavior. So we need to make sure that, you know, we're letting them know, again, that, like, hair and smiles and what you look like aren't that important. And then the second or the third thing that you were saying is respect your child's privacy. So you mm-hmm. need to consider, I mean. How are you going to do that, though? When you're right. putting, I, I just, like, I right. mean. Well, but I think back, like, you know, when we were raised and didn't have social media, like, you know, to your point about what you put Liesl in, like, don't you don't you look back at those family photos when you were a kid and be like, oh, gosh, mom, like, that was a terrible outfit. Like, I can't believe yeah. that. Of course, you know, like. The difference is, though, is they're not out there. Like, you see right, them in your family in your album yeah. in the living room, but mm-hmm. they're not out there for potentially your child's well, high school I'll... friends to see and college right. friends and future spouse. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think this is just a different, like, we don't know, right? Right. Because this is the first generation really being raised on everything's being posted and being and and also like you know we're talking about the negative here but the same respect like how awesome is it that we have so quickly can say oh yeah like this is what you were for Halloween last year look how happy you were like this you know and River does love watching um, videos and seeing pictures of herself which is crazy she's 17 months old and she is wrapped if you show her a video of her I don't even know that she recognizes it as it being her but she's super interested in it so I don't know we'll just see what the future holds I suppose So our final article of the day is something that um, is a big talker, you guys. And I wanted to bring this up because it kind of sparked a pretty big conversation in our newsroom. Um, A couple of folks who aren't even parents saw this post that was kind of going viral recently and were like, oh, my goodness. I'm so upset about this. They are trying to change the ABC song. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening is like, I saw this story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway, so the the article kind of got posted and spread around, uh, and it's from this this group or this guy rather, um, who, who made the song and wanted to change specifically the part where it goes L M N O P to space it out more so that kid, because you know, like when you're a little kid, you're like L M N O P, like is it like it's all one, one letter, word. like yeah. what what's going on here? So anyway, so I'm gonna play just a little clip of what his new version of this song is. So I first heard this, and I'm not going to lie, I was like, this is insane. (laughs) I didn't care as much as everyone. I don't see the big deal. I, well, you know, I think it's just, like, it's, it's just, like, a classic. Like, how can you change something that's, like, such a, like... 
you know, landmark thing in your childhood, learning your ABCs. But so, so so we actually reached out to the guy um, who who put this out there, and he works for a company called Dream English Kids. And he got back to us, and I thought this was really interesting. He said um, that the song was made for children who are learning English as a foreign language and is also helpful, helpful for children with special needs. And so, you know, I think his point is, look, I'm not trying to replace the ABCs. I'm just trying to offer this other tool that maybe this version is better for some kids to learn it. And there's an NPR article that talks about this and says that he says he wanted to um, show that each letter would have equal visual time because, you know, and I could see that now for some kids, you know, to have those letters you know, to show them for the same length of time, you know, if you're watching it in like a video form. Um, could be important. Or even say LMNOP, like what even is that? Do, that right. doesn't sound right. like, that sounds like a word, not letters, right? So basically I'm taking back my harsh reaction <laughs> well, the, and realizing that this is makes sense Yeah. Now. The craziest part about this NPR article is the gentleman who put this song together had to use, they didn't even use his last name. Right. Um, because he was getting like hate mail and death threats over changing the alphabet song. How crazy. Right. But I think it kind of got has gotten lost in all the talk about this, that this was the reason. He's not saying, like, we everyone, let's change the ABC right. song. He's saying, look, let's try this version for kids who might need it, like kids learning, you know, whose first language is in English or who might have some um, visual or some, you know, learning setbacks. So now that we realize it actually is beneficial, what are you going to teach your kids? The original? The original. The original. Yeah. Because that I would mean, be, and then I have to relearn the alphabet. Yeah. So I mean, how, how, yeah. how in the world could you train yourself to sing that? I know. You know? Tough. It'd be it'd be hard. It's like such a automatic yeah. song you in You guys your are head. good at doing the jingles. We do. I mean, we do love some jingles around here. Should we try to here? come up with a new jingle for that? Let's work on that. Okay. We'll get back to you new on that. ABC jingle. Win of the week. And this one is a joint win of the week. Uh, we want to thank you, our listeners, because Anchor Moms has consistently ranked in the top 100 parenting podcast on Apple. Woo woo! Oh wow, that was scary. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is cool, you guys. And obviously, we have our listeners to thank for this. But there's a lot of podcasts out there. And a I lot didn't of really, parenting podcasts. Yeah, and I didn't really realize that before we started this little venture. But um, yeah, it's. Sometimes kind we've been cool. like 70th and we're, you know, mm-hmm. kind of hovering around. So uh, what helps with that is if you listen to us and you give us a rating and a review, mm-hmm. and that helps other people find us and then it kind of ups our, our exactly. ranking. And this is on Apple Podcasts, we should Right, specifically. Yeah. So a lot of mm-hmm. people might listen to us on Spotify or iTunes or something else, but which we also, you know. Encourage. You know, we don't discriminate. We encourage. Basically, yeah. the win of the week is that our listeners are winning. You guys are the win of the week, listeners. Listen we love us. you. Mm-hmm. You are all Anchor Moms. And uh, if you really love us, you should follow us on Instagram at Anchor Moms and on our Facebook page. Also, Anchor Moms. All right. Have a great week, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Anchor Moms. for listening. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> wow, that was like a lot. That was a lot. Uh, sugar from the donuts. Mm-hmm.